Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. Let's jump straight into today's four thoughts. The first one is titled, Improve Emotional Balance with the Breath-Wind-Mind Connection. And here's a quote. Each time a gust of wind blows over the ocean, ripples and waves cause movement and agitation on the water's surface. However, when the air is calm, so is the water. It is just so with the mind. The more often we breathe, the more agitated the energy of body and mind becomes. By breathing less frequently, we begin to achieve elemental harmony. End quote. And that is Anyan Rinpoche and Alison Zangmo from the Tibetan Yoga of Breath. And I just absolutely love this analogy. Obviously, uh, my training is in meteorology, so thinking of the breath as wind uh, resonates with me. But it just reminds us that the calmer we breathe, the more peaceful our mind, right? Just like the ocean or any body of water as air blows over it and creates ripples, as we breathe rapidly and, and too much, it creates ripples in our body and mind. So for this reason, that's why they also tell us, quote, as the breath is brought into balance and becomes more stable, neurotic tendencies lessen and even begin to disappear, end quote. So we could say by balancing our breath, we balance our emotional states. And a little PS to that, ironically, I find that not balancing my breath is the most balancing. For example, I often or almost exclusively breathe with slightly longer exhales and I like left nostril breathing uh, every, occasionally. So um, this helps me to elicit emotional equanimity, but play with it, right? There's no right or wrong. Find what works for you. All right, with that, I will move on to thought number two. It is titled, The Liberating Power of Breath Awareness. And here's a quote. Breathing awareness is not just about calming the mind, a common assumption among meditators not familiar with this method. Rather, the breath helps you maintain full attention, enabling you to see with greater clarity and accuracy the true nature of all forms. Everything that arises passes away. The implications of such insightful seeing can be profound and liberating, end quote. And that is Larry Rosenberg from uh, his great book, Three Steps to Awakening. So this is just an excellent reminder that breath awareness, which is, you know, the most foundational, fundamental of all mindfulness techniques can be used to go beyond just calming the mind like we talked about in thought number one, right? It can be used to help us, as he says, see with greater clarity and accuracy the true nature of all forms. That is amazing, right? And I think that's a worthy north star, right? Maybe we'll never actually achieve that, but guiding light for us uh, with our practice to go beyond, you know, just the everyday and, you know, see the true nature of all forms. That's a beautiful way of putting it. All right, that brings us to thought number three. Why mindfulness is a part of all breathing practices. So almost any breathing technique you learn or any kind of breathing program you, you look into, they all start with breath awareness. And uh, yes, this usually annoys me a little bit because I just want to get to the good stuff, right? Like how should I be breathing in through what nostril and what rate, you know? But, um, but here's why the mindfulness is so important and why all the techniques Start with it because without mindfulness, the benefits of the breathing practice would be minimal at best. We need the mindfulness to notice when we actually need breathing, right? We need it to observe how our breathing reflects our emotions and vice versa, right? We need it to notice if the practice is actually helping in our lives. 
So when we embrace mindfulness, breath awareness, all of this, and we can watch the power of any breathing method we do grow exponentially. So that is my challenge to you. Embrace this idea of mindfulness. If you don't already, many of you probably do. But if not, think about how important it is to any practice you do for health and wellness to actually know when you need it, to know when it's helping, and so on. So embrace mindfulness, watch the power of the breath increase exponentially. And that brings us to thought number four. I absolutely love this one. It is titled, Abraham Maslow's Teaching Philosophy, How Can You Use It? And here is a quote, Maslow viewed the role of the teacher, therapist, and parent as horticulturists whose task is to enable people to become healthy and effective in their own style. To Maslow, this meant that, quote, we try to make a rose into a good rose rather than seek to change roses into lilies. It necessitates a pleasure in the, in the self-actualization of a person who may be quite different from yourself. It even implies an ultimate respect and acknowledgement of the sacredness and uniqueness of each kind of person, end quote. So that was from Scott Barry Kaufman's great book, Transcend. And then of course the inset quote was from Abraham Maslow. So I just absolutely love this. Uh, this will be no surprise to you who have, who have listened or read for a while, but I especially love that line. We try to make a rose into a good rose rather than seek to change roses into lilies. Ah, and that's just, yeah, amazing to find pleasure in the self-actualization of a person who is qu quite different from yourself. And uh, in the breathing community, this can be difficult, right? You see a lot of people pushing one method in one way, and, and this is a good reminder that we're not all roses, right? And we're not all lilies. In any case, my question to you with this thought is how might you apply this philosophy in your life or in your role, say, as a teacher or a parent or whatever it might be, where you can help people help roses be more rose-like and lilies be more lily-like, okay? Uh, that's it for the four thoughts. A quick little plug for the Breath is Life Learning Center. If you're not a member yet, sign up uh, and get tons and tons of wisdom. It's like this newsletter on steroids because you get books and science papers and short, easy-to-digest formats. Okay, I will move on to the one quote for this week, quote, and the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps then, someday far in the future, you will gradually, without even noticing it, live your way into the answer. And that is Rainer Maria Rilke. And that brings us to the one answer for this week. The category is breath awareness. The answer is, bringing your awareness to your breathing uses this sense, which means something like sensing your internal signals from your body. What is interoception? All right, that is it for this week. Remember the calm mind, right? The wind blowing over a body of water, very similar to that breath blowing over our minds, our bodies, right? Breathe less, achieve elemental harmony. Calm breath equals calm mind. Remember that we can just, being aware of our breathing can serve as a gateway into seeing the true nature of all forms. Again, I see that as a guiding North Star, something I definitely haven't achieved yet, but hope to maybe in this lifetime. But if not, it's still fun trying. Remember why mindfulness is so important, right? That 
Without mindfulness, we don't even know when we need the breathing, how well it's doing, how our breath is reflecting our emotions and all of those good things. And finally, remember to just help lilies grow into more lily-like and roses be more rose-like, according to Abraham Maslow's beautiful teaching philosophy. All right, that is it for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. I will see you next time.